I'm Susan West, and this is the People and Profit Podcast. Yes, I said and. As business leaders, we should never have to choose between our people and our bottom line. I believe that you can lead with love while creating wealth. This is your opportunity to learn and grow with me. Thank you for joining me again. Work-life balance is a myth no matter how hard we try to convince ourselves otherwise. So let's stop trying to force a square peg into a round hole and face the music. In fact, when we face the music, we listen to the music, we can dance to the music, and we can make some beautiful things. With that being said, let's look at what it takes to succeed in work and life. And I bet you all are thinking this is going to be titled Work-Life Balance. No, 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 it's not. This episode is really going to focus on being a mom and how being a mom is such a massive asset for me in business and in my career. And as most of you all know that know me, and those of you that don't, you'll know it now, I've been with the same company for 29 years. My oldest child is 33 and my youngest is 24. So my whole entire career with Fidelity National Title has spent being a mom. And I will tell you that my passion about parenting and my passion about pouring into my children has benefited me so much in my career. But I first had to realize that there was no need to apologize, that it was important to me to do both well. And for me to have this aha moment that said you don't have to hide that you're a great mom when you're in the boardroom. You don't have to pretend in front of the men, mostly men, right, in the boardroom that being a mom isn't part of who you are. You don't have to not show that there's a softness to you. You don't have to not show that there's an empathetic side. And also as a parent, I've always been rather demanding and I've always had a lot of requirements of my children. So obviously that has gone well in the workforce as well. So I learned much like, and you all will hear about this often in these episodes, people and profit The people part often comes from my passion about my children and the way that I have parented. I will tell anyone that will listen, when we parent from a place of fear, a place of guilt, we usually aren't making successful decisions with our children. But guess what? When we manage from a position of fear or guilt, we also aren't making good management leadership decisions. So there's an opportunity for you to see that there is a relationship for me. And I believe that understanding that relationship made me a more effective mom and also made me a more effective leader. And I remember Chris Abenante, he's still around, but um, has retired and is enjoying an amazing life, I imagine, with his family, grandchildren included. I remember feeling like he would hold me accountable. One time I was giving a report and he looked at me like, you're kidding me. You didn't really just say those numbers out loud, did you? But at the same time, he made me feel like he was giving me permission to be a mom, but also to work hard to be amazing at my job. He wasn't going to cut me slack, was going to hold me to the same standards, but just had this way of 
talking to me that made me feel he was vested, committed in my success, and part of what he knew needed to be successful for me was being a successful mom. It made it okay. It gave me permission in that moment, however subtle the message was, and it might not have even have been his intended message, however subtle it was, it was a really a turning point for me, which was just fabulous. I'll also say, and I'm really going to try to talk in order, like in some kind of sequential order today. But again, those of you who have listened to me speak, you know that that doesn't always work real well for me. But just yesterday, my youngest sent me a text. And by the way, he owns his own business. He's 24. And he sent me a text and he said, "Uh, mom, I love you and thank you so much for who you are to me. And every day I see things in myself that I know I received from you. My children growing up in my car, running to my offices, spending sometimes our weekends where we were renovating offices and checking on that and still spending time together, hearing me coach and counsel and all the things that I had to do in my work life created work ethic and created a roadmap for them on how they could be. And he's, by the way, it's also really important to understand, we talk about parenting and we talk about running a business. It doesn't matter what business, it's all transferable when it's skills that you learn by parenting, they're skills that can fit in anywhere. And Daniel runs a boat detailing company. I run a title company. Daniel has two employees. I have a hundred, yet he's been able to take things that he learned just by being in the car with me or in the room with me and pour them into his business. So again, why wouldn't I parent and manage and lead simultaneously? So whether we're talking about the skills as a parent, the love as a parent, the passion of as a parent, or simultaneously doing both, that's where the balance comes in. The understanding, somebody asked me just the other day, Susan, I want to talk to you. And she's a young lady that works for us and she has two twins and they are one year old right now. And she said to me, I want to talk to you. How did you not feel guilty with all you poured into work where your kids were concerned? And I said, because when I was with my kids and they were impacted by my work, I always took a moment to explain to them those shoes I just bought you that private school you go to, that bike you're riding, you get all those things because mommy works this hard. So I need you to be quiet and let me work. But when the phone call was done or the meeting was done, my kids were my focus. When I had a week off of work, I taught vacation Bible school with my kids. And everybody would say, this is your week's vacation. Where else would I be on my week's vacation than with my kids? And I also think, again, part of my leadership style, and I said to the young lady, I don't have guilt. I said, now my daughter will tell you that she was oftentimes the last one at the daycare. I said, I I think her memory's off on that. I'm not sure that really happened that way. But with that being said, I think if my kids had anything to say, Jesse would be the one to say, "Uh, I was the last one oftentimes to be picked up from daycare or school. And with that, I apologize, but I don't, I don't think it happened nearly as, as much as she remembers it happening. So yes, there are moments when work impacted, but work paid the mortgage, work put the nice clothes on them, work got them into private school. So I made sure they understand the correlation. But at the same time, I also made sure I disciplined myself enough to say, 
work is done, my kids are my focus. I wasn't a big girls' night out mom ever. You never really heard me saying I need me time. Me time when Jesse was old enough was Jesse taking me taking Jesse to get our nails and our, our toenails done. And when Jesse moved out, my boys had to get pedicures and manicures and they uh they they loved it. You know, I remember Tyler the first time in his uh dirty baseball shoes when the uh the lady was taking his socks off. He's like, this is the life, mom. Somebody else taking my dirty socks off and washing my feet. And I said, just don't expect that at home. So again, work-life balance was when I wasn't working. I was with my kids. I exercise a lot. When I wasn't working, we would bike ride. All the kids came to our house. We all piled up and and we rode to the church for vacation Bible school in a line. We stopped at stop signs. I directed traffic. I told them why we turn left, why we turn right, why we wear helmets. And guess what? I do that same thing at work. I'm a teacher. I'm a leader. I'm teaching the specifics because if my team knows what I need from them, and some people call this micromanagement, and I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to buy into... I'm controlling or micromanaging. And by the way, for the people that feel that way about me, it doesn't work for them to work for me and that's okay. But if I teach people that work for me down to the micro need that I have, teach them the why, teach them the how, watch them blossom, then they will learn how to do it in a professional way. And as they learn, as they grow, they can get their own style. Oh my goodness, isn't that what parenting is? Teaching my kids to the micro definition, to the micro instruction, what they need to do, how do they need to do that, and then watch them come into their own. And one of my episodes, as you may or may not know, is inspect what you expect. You do that with parenting and you also do that at work. So you teach them the detail. That's the kind of parent I was. And guess what? Eventually, the kids could ride their bikes to wherever they needed to know without me there. And I knew that I had taught them what they needed to know to be able to do that. So again, This is not like rocket science. This is not some conceptually brilliant idea. This is logic. Why would I not take what I pour into my children as a mother, as a leader? Aren't we mentors? Aren't we coaches? Aren't we coaching our kids for life, right? Teach our kids how to be nice. We entrust our kids to be on a baseball team that someone else coaches on a basketball team. You step back and you let somebody else take charge. Don't we do that at work? You know, we allow our employees to go work on a project that we're not involved with. There are so many things that relate. Why wouldn't I take the two most important things to me? My children, family, right? And my career and use them mutually use them together to better both areas. It just makes sense to me. It it always has. And I think um, it's really important. I can't think of one thing that I do as a parent that doesn't benefit me in the workplace, that doesn't make me better. And anybody that works for me knows that I really love my children and I pour into them. I really love the people that work for me and I pour into them. I think it's really important that we listen to our children. Isn't it important that we listen to our staff? I think it's really important that we're engaged in a way with our children, that they know we're present, they know we're there, they know we're available for them. Isn't that what we're supposed to do with our staff? I do think 
being a mom is an asset in business, but it doesn't make it easy. And parenting isn't easy either. A friend of mine just said today, well, I thought my daughter was finally in the place that I wanted her to be. And now she's doing this, this, and this. It's a moving target. You don't get your kids to where you want them to be. And then you're all set and you wash your hands. And, and I'll talk about that all day long as well, that your kids, all of mine are adults now. They don't turn 18 and we're done and we just sit back and we watch what's happened to them or what hasn't happened. They turn 18 and they're learning what's next and we're teaching. You don't promote one of your employees to manager and then your hands are done. You're done now. You're going to now teach them and coach them on how to be a manager, how to be a leader. I had an employee recently who was promoted and she said, well, I've been doing this 20 years. I I don't know why you need to tell me how to do this or why you need me to check in with you. And I said, well, you haven't been doing this 20 years. You were doing your job for 20 years. This, this role's new. So I'm going to help you. I'm going to coach you and I'm going to mentor you. And I'm going to release when it's time to release. Same with my kids. One was in college, never done college before. We have to set a pattern to check in, see how he's doing in college, see what he needs to me, let go, watch him fail. Like it was a whole dance, but I didn't just wash my hands. Tyler, I said this last time I spoke in one of my episodes, he got married. If I didn't keep engaging with my son as he gained a wife, as he gained a son, as he gained a daughter, who would talk to him about the lessons of life that I was able to learn before he was even born and throughout his life? Same with my managers. You promote somebody in my world from a closer to a manager, and then what, you just let them go? Who's going to teach them how to coach, how to counsel, how to speak, how to treat someone when they show up late to work, how when to, right, you know, put the hammer down and how when to kind of look the other way and let it go. And isn't that a lot of parenting? Put the hammer down and sometimes you look the other way and let it go. I remember one of my children, I won't mention who, would have been a female child, we'll give you that hint, showed up very, very late in the middle of the night one time and I just nicely said, the keys are on the counter. If you do that again, You can go, you get to take one bag with you. And she was very young, but an adult. And she said, but if I'm not living at home, I won't be successful. I said, you have a choice to make, but you have three brothers that are watching. You can't do that again. So again, parenting. I remember one time uh, when one of the kids were out on their own and they came home for the weekend to stay at the house from out of town and they didn't come home till like six the next morning. I said, you can't do that again, but I'm an adult. I understand you're an adult, so that means you have to be responsible enough to communicate and not leave me wondering where you are. Same with our managers. Well, this happened in your office. Why didn't you tell me? Well, I'm managing, but I'm your leader. You have to talk to me about this. We have to navigate our way through it. We have to, you have to tell me the decisions you're making. So, It takes just as much communication, but different types of communication to manage and coach an adult child, to manage and coach an adult, well, all of my employees are adults, but an employee that's gone to the next level. So more similarities than differences. And I have taken great pride that when I've shown up through the years in my corporate office, typically the thing I get asked about first are my children. 
because I'm not ashamed to lead with how much I love being a mom. But I can speak to the profit and loss statements. I can speak to my team. I can speak to growth. I can speak to the industry. I can speak to all of those things while being able to translate my skills as a mother over to my skills as a leader, as an employee, as an employer. It all mixes. And I also think in a crazy way, it helps me to be true to myself and who I am because these are the most brilliant things about me. The fact that I'm a mom, the fact that I love my kids unconditionally, the fact that I'm very aware that we're perfectly imperfect, the fact that I never think we've arrived anywhere because there can always be an obstacle and a failure right around the corner. Isn't that business? The minute we think we've arrived, like look for goodness sakes at the market we're in right now. If we all, the people that thought they arrived over the last two years and didn't prepare for the market to change, the market to turn, to get back to basics, to dig deep, to engage, to figure out how to manage in this market, they're probably not having very successful moments right now. So I tell people all the time, let's not jump too high celebrating. The higher we jump, the more likely, especially the older you get, you are to twist your ankle on the way down. So we don't over-celebrate in business and we don't over-celebrate as a family. But I will tell you this, we laugh a lot, both at home and in business. So as I close this one up, I'll just say, with pride, I'm a mom. And by the way, I'm a grandmother. And I'm almost a grandmother of a fourth grandchild, which I can't wait. And by the way, also, age does not matter. Age does not matter. I don't know how it's working out. And maybe I'll do an episode. Actually, I will do an episode on this. I am getting younger. I am not getting older. It's the craziest thing ever. So with that being said, with no shame, I'm mom, I'm a grandmother, and I'm a businesswoman, and I'm a leader, and I'll just end with this. It's way more efficient to combine the two than to have two separate lanes that you're going in. So I've chosen to be an efficient leader, an efficient mom, and that's my story. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to The Reframes People and Profit with me, Susan West. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This is a Stockworth Studios production.